BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, my favorite people. Welcome back to the Balanced Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. And if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. I am so happy that you're here. Today's episode is for all of our crossover fans of Vanderpump Rules and the Balanced Blonde. If you've been listening for a while, then you know that it has been one of my ultimate manifestations to have one of the main cast members from Vanderpump Rules on this show. I am a reality fan. I am a diehard. You can be a multifaceted person. You can be a spiritual person and you can love reality TV. And maybe even if you don't watch reality TV, listening to this episode with Sheena will still give you a lot of enlightening information about what it's like to be a reality star. For those of you who don't know, Vanderpump Rules has been on air for 10 years. So they just filmed season 10 and it came out on February 8th. So we are just in the very early stages of getting to see this newest season of Vanderpump Rules. And what I love about this show is that it has really grown as they have grown. So I started watching this show at the end of college 10 years ago when they were all servers at Sir, which is Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant here in L.A., And now all of the main cast members have babies and they've also grown in popularity in the sense that they're also influencers and podcast hosts and entrepreneurs with super multifaceted lives and personalities. And I think it takes something incredibly special to keep your audiences engaged for all of these years, like 10 whole years of a show is a really big deal. And I feel like it doesn't get as much praise as it really deserves. So for example, Sheena has been on the show since day one. And as we talk about in this episode, the show may not have even happened if it weren't for Sheena. And we will get into that conversation here. But think about it. How many people do you know that have been doing the same thing for 10 years and only do it better and better with each passing year? And it also takes something really specific and special in a person to be able to deal with the criticism that comes along with being on reality TV, because I find that people who put their lives out there 
on TV, for some reason, the masses who watch this show feel like they can say anything about you. They can pick you apart. They can have a huge opinion on your life, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And I really loved Sheena's outlook on how to deal with negativity. And it's so clear to me that she's grown so much and she's so wise and so mature. And she's also an incredible mom to her little daughter, Summer Moon. So we talk about motherhood, our birth stories, mental health, as we've both struggled with postpartum anxiety and postpartum OCD. And I really love the tips that she has in this episode. And above and beyond, this was just such a fun conversation. We also did Sheena's podcast. Her and her co-host, Jamie, asked me so many incredible questions, and it was such an honor to be on her show. So head there and listen to that episode if you enjoyed this one. And tune in to Vanderpump Rules every Wednesday on Bravo. And also, thank you guys so much for continuing to enter my 300th episode giveaway. I am finally picking winners and letting everyone know this week. So continue rating and reviewing the show on iTunes and Spotify and emailing me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancebond.com to enter. And I'm also doing a lot of fun mini giveaways this year. So always send me your rating and review so I can thank you. So without further ado, let's get into this conversation with this very manifested episode with Sheena Shea. Sheena, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm excited to be here. You don't even know how much this is manifested, not just from me, but from my whole audience. Like, oh my God. For years, we've been talking about, we are such Vanderpump fans on the Balance Bond community. Yeah. And it's funny because we're a spiritual podcast. Like I talk about angels, aliens, psychedelics, you know, because we've been talking for right. an hour. But we love some reality TV and it doesn't have to be one or the other. Because sometimes people say to me, like, you're so spiritual, you know, like, do you even watch TV? Of course I do. I'm a human and I enjoy all of these things and the human experience. My favorite show, and I'm not just saying this, is Vanderpump Rules. And it has been for all of the 10 years that it's been on. It's so crazy. I'm just hooked in. And something that makes it so special, which I have like tons of questions around this, is that you guys really all knew each other too, like before filming. Yeah. And so many other shows, including The Housewives, which I like too. It's like they're not really friends. And so all of the stuff that they do together, it's not that it's forced. It's just like they don't all know each other. You guys really knew each other, really went way back, had real drama, real, real friendships. What the heck has that been like? You had such an interesting decade yeah well and that's the thing too when they bring new people onto the show or new people start working at the restaurant it doesn't always work because Mm -hmm. this was a show built around a group of friends so if you're gonna throw someone in who none of us are really friends with just because they work at the restaurant it doesn't always work which Mm -hmm. I think we saw after season eight Mm -hmm. but some of those people you know still around still friends with and whatnot but it's like you have to build that friendship with them you can't just get it overnight because we have so much history with us and yeah you guys have so much history yeah and honestly I feel like the show started because of you because of the Brandy Glanville I mean if we're gonna get technical (laughs) right I mean also Lisa Vanderpump hello and I want to hear about your relationship with her yeah I mean Lisa definitely knew what was up you Mm -hmm. know back then it was in magazines it was all over tabloids entertainment tonight tv shows and whatnot like there was no secret 
what was happening in this affair that I didn't even know I mm-hmm. was a part of. Mm-hmm. So it's so crazy that this unfortunate situation that, you know, hurt so many people ended up turning into a successful television show. And a decade later, here we are. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's wild. And yeah. it's kind of amazing. I mean, I'm sure when you guys started, you had no idea if this was going to be one season, if people were going to like it. Yeah. But it became your whole career. Yeah. So what was that like to go from being a, a server at Sir, which uh-huh. you continued to do for many years, several, to being truly famous and like, oh, thanks, uh, everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you guys get recognized all the time. We do. What What was that like to go? Those are two huge juxtapositions there. Yeah. I mean, working at the restaurant like in the early seasons, it was crazy because you know people are coming in from all around the world to meet us and see if we actually do work there, and we. We really all did used to work there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still worked there and would show up for shifts up until, you know, pre-pandemic. Yeah. I Season eight, I was still showing up to Sir. Even if I wasn't on the schedule, I would put on my dress. I would come in. I would help out. I would take photos. I would run drinks just because I like to be there and meet the fans. Because mm-hmm. without the fans, we don't have a show. Right. The show has brought so much opportunity into my life. So many doors have been opened because of this. And it's just so crazy to think that we have just approached year 10 on a show that, yeah, like you said, we didn't know if it was going to get picked up. We didn't know if it was going to pop off, if it Mm -hmm. was going to be something that resonated with people. But I feel like we came in at the right time. And every other show that's tried to replicate us, it's just, it's not the same because you can't cast an organic friend group. Mm-hmm. You know, no, you can't. It's so true. Yeah. No, there's nothing like it. And as a reality TV connoisseur, I would call myself and my yeah. mom is too. Like there's literally nothing. There's nothing like it. It's yeah. just the best. Let's talk about my favorite plant-based protein bar, Go Macro. In the face of adversity and a fight for survival against cancer, a mother and daughter took their love to the kitchen and Go Macro was born. Now they're spreading the power of a balanced plant-based lifestyle across the country with Go Macro, which I love because I feel like that is my mission as well. And it is available in 16 full-size mouth-watering flavors, as well as five kids' flavors. They're packed with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and your mind. What I love about them is they are made from simple, high-quality ingredients, and they are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, and soy-free. And also, if you have a food allergy or dietary restriction, they also offer delicious nut-free flavors, including oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, and sunflower butter plus chocolate, as well as 10 certified FODMAP-friendly flavors. I think that's perfect for our TBB audience because I know I am not the only one who has food intolerances and has to change my dietary restrictions based off of health and how I feel. You can join Go Macro as they help to end hunger and solve homelessness. I love their give back missions. 
by going to gomacro.com and using promo code BALANCE for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $50. That is gomacro.com, promo code BALANCE. Enjoy. Hi, we're Carlene and Jill, hosts of Breaking Beauty Podcast, the show all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests like Emily Weiss of Glossier, and you'll get beauty tips galore from the top pros in the industry, like Kim Kardashian's makeup guru. And you'll hear skincare secrets from the likes of Dr. Pimple Popper. Plus, you'll get shopping help with our Damn Goods episodes, where we review the latest products hitting store shelves to let you know what's actually worth your money. Listen every Wednesday to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I've actually watched, I watched it all the way through again because I was like water fasting a few years ago for Lyme. Uh So I was in a facility like only drinking water for two weeks. There was nothing you can do except for watch TV. So I was like, I guess I'll just start Vanderpump over from season one. Oh my god! And then watch it all the way. So I'm like a... I'm a diehard. Yes. Well, and thank I've, you so much. Yeah. And I've always loved you on the show. I told you this on your podcast, but something I love about you is you've always been so nice. Like you're nice to the newcomers. You've befriended people who came in later when before, and there were other people who I feel it was more clicky. Uh-huh. And 100%. you're just, you don't seem like a clicky person. No, that's the thing. I, like to be friends with everyone. I like everyone to feel welcome. If they're coming into this group, this is one thing that you'll hopefully see play out this upcoming season with James's new girlfriend. Oh, I yeah. had reached out to her before the first night she was going to film. And I was like, hey, I just want you to know, like, I'm going to be there. You know, like, what are you wearing? And just a little girl talk because I wanted her to feel comfortable coming into a group of People who have been doing this for 10 years, Mm -hmm. people who have been friends for 10 plus years, it's definitely an intimidating group to walk into. And the awkwardness of, you know, being best friends with Raquel, but also friends with James and now his new girlfriend is here. I was so glad that Raquel also understood that I needed to be nice to her, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's just in my nature and it's in Raquel's nature. And I think you'll see a lot of that play out over the season, but It's just the perfect example of, you know, if they're just because there's someone new on the show, I'm like, they're not coming in to take my job. You know, they're not coming in to be the new Sheena. Mm -hmm. So why not be nice and welcome the people who are just helping keep the show going, you know, telling different stories and it can get stagnant if it's Mm -hmm. the same people every single season. So I embrace bringing in new people. Yeah, that's amazing. I can't wait to see that. I know I was watching the trailer again last night to prep for this. And I was like, oh, yeah, James has a new girlfriend. Yeah, I forgot, you know, Uh it's so wild. I can't wait to see all of that. Yeah. Is there anything you can tell us about the upcoming season now that the trailer's out? Because I know you can't say much, but like what we've kind of seen so far. I mean, I've watched the trailer. I don't even know how many times now. And I'm like, oh, so it's looking like this. But it's there's so much to unpack of what happened this past summer. I I don't even know where to begin. And you never know what's going to make it in on the show. I know what yeah. we lived. I know what we filmed. But every conversation can't make it on. You know, we film so many hours and then you edit it down to like a 44 minute episode. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to definitely see a different side to Raquel. She's really found her voice. She stands up for herself. She speaks up. She is not just the timid, 
girlfriend of. I mean, Mm -hmm. she is front and center, which I think you could tell from the trailer. Yeah. And I love to see it. I am here for Raquel's era. I think it's just so awesome to watch how much she's grown over the past year. God, I... I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know what to expect because there's things that even today that are happening that are different from what was happening last summer. And now we have the reunion, you know, when that happens, that dynamics in this friend group are forever changing. And it's going to be entertaining to watch for the fans, probably anxiety to watch for the cast. but. I'm excited, nervous, but excited. Yeah, that makes sense. That was something I wanted to ask you because you mentioned like the friendship dynamics always changing. In yeah. The How do you feel like being on TV for all of you has been for your friendships overall? Like, has it been a good thing? Because you have to kind of like keep working things out with people because they're yeah. going to be in your life. Or has it kind of been the opposite? I think overall it's been good because you're forced to be accountable. You're forced to have the awkward, uncomfortable conversations. You're forced to talk about how you really feel because if you try and hide anything or not tell the full truth or only tell part of the story, it's all going to come out. It always comes out. So you may as well just be your most authentic self. And Mm -hmm. I've made this mistake in the past where there were several seasons where I hid things going on in my relationship because I didn't want to be seen this way or Mm -hmm. I didn't want them to see him this way. And now I'm just like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. You know, I am me. I'm not perfect. My relationships aren't perfect. No one's are. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm not a perfect mom. I'm not a perfect anything. Right. So I think just kind of embracing that and just being open to having mistakes play out in front of the world and just to know that we're helping people know that they're not alone, that they Mm -hmm. can relate to us, that there are things that we go through every day that normal people go through just not on a television show and exactly yeah yeah it's so true like the relatability and the vulnerability is so true yeah and I can see how it could have taken years to kind of realize that or just to be like open to that because you are sharing your world your your world with the world yeah and I mean I've always been an open book but Mm -hmm. then there were things in the earlier seasons with my ex-husband at the time and his addiction or certain things that I wanted to hide, things that were happening in our relationship that I didn't feel needed to be public. But Mm -hmm. then once I spoke about it publicly, there were so many people who came forward and said, you know, like, I'm going through this too, or thank Mm -hmm. you so much for talking about that. And that's why we do what we do. You know, if I can help one person by sharing my story, then I feel like I've done a job well done yeah and you have Thank and you. I mentioned on your podcast my ex who was a heroin addict and when you were going through all of that I related yeah. so much and it does help people to see how you dealt with it and then you know you're happily married now yeah and congratulations Thank you. because you guys just got married we did how was that oh my god I cannot wait to see this back I mean I've seen like my personal videos and we posted a three-part vlog of the wedding Ooh. and it was absolutely beautiful I mean there was a rainbow that came out of this cloud when it didn't even rain that day 
the ceremony started like 25 minutes late. And had that not happened, the rainbow wouldn't have been there when I was walking down the aisle. And I walked down the aisle to the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow, like the Hawaiian oh Israel version yes, of it. Yes. And money can't buy that. You can't plan mm-hmm. that. You know, totally. I, I didn't text God and say, cue the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's it was, where divine intervention oh, happens. It was so cool. And just after having a miscarriage and then having my rainbow baby walk down the aisle and having a rainbow there. It was the coolest thing. It was a beautiful day. There was also the entertaining drama that happened with, you know, people making out at the welcome (laughs) party that I wasn't even aware of until after. Right. Because the bride never knows. The bride is always like, "I, I didn't, you know, you hear about it later. Yeah. I was like, wait, did you see that happen? I heard this happened. Oh my God, that happened. So uh, can't wait to watch it all back. It was just such a fun summer for us to be able to put on camera for the viewers. I feel like season nine, we were kind of struggling finding our footing again, post pandemic mm-hmm. COVID restrictions. There was so much that hindered last season. Whereas this season, I'm like, this is like giving seasons one through three. It is like the Amazing. old show is back. You know, you're just yeah, like we binged need it. it again. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, it's going to be a really good season, which makes me nervous. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> sure because what makes like very entertaining TV is yeah. also like a lot of oh, there's a lot of stuff when yeah. it's your own life. It's our personal yeah, life. Exactly. And as much as maybe for me, things aren't so bad in the friendship groups. There are people I'm very close with who do have those issues in the friendship groups. And then navigating, being in between two people who don't like each other, who I both love so much, mm-hmm. and then also them being in that position. And right. so I think you'll see a lot of that play out. The reunion will be interesting. Yeah. And I when just... Do you guys- when do you guys do that? It's like mid to end season. So depending on how many episodes we have, we usually have about anywhere from like maybe seven to 11 episodes that have aired when we film it. But then we get the last chunk of episodes sent to us and then we binge them the night before. Oh, oh, that's yeah. so interesting. So last season at the reunion, Lala wasn't there in person. Brock and her were already in a good place. But then after watching like five episodes the night before and seeing everything, he went back to that place and forgot all the progress we made. And then he's snapping at her. And yeah, so I could see how that would it, happen. Yeah, but um, it'll be a good entertaining season. I just Absolutely. need to make sure to check in on all my friends because mm-hmm. not everyone had as fun of a summer or even if they had as fun of a summer there is consequences because of that fun that Mm -hmm. I know the world is going to have opinions on Okay, guys, I am so excited to be partnering with KiwiCo. They are defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously fun. 
They create super cool hands-on projects designed to create a lifelong love of learning among kids. And I'm so excited about this because Atticus and I have been having so much fun playing with this stuff. And I know for all my fellow moms out there, you're going to be so excited to learn about this brand. So each month, KiwiCo delivers crates packed with fun and sparks creativity with kid-friendly topics and activities. The crates cover a ton of interesting topics and provide a real hands-on skills for kids to explore. And it's been so fun to watch Atticus learn with these KiwiCo crates. They also have subscriptions for kids of all ages, which I think is so easy because then you just don't have to think about it. You already know that you'll be getting what you need. And I really enjoyed the project that Atticus and I did which was a really fun hands-on art project that was perfect for his age. He's 13 months and you will get these projects delivered to your door every month. Everything is so high quality and it keeps your kids off of screens. This is so important. I am so passionate about this and they will just explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones. So redefine learning with play, explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get $50 off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com slash balance. That is 50% off, which is such a good deal off your first month at kiwico, K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash balanced. Enjoy. Okay, guys, we are going to talk about hydration. Hydration is more than just drinking water. That is what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. Lauren founded Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix to make hydration easy for everyone. So something that you might not know is that 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. Although the science shows that staying hydrated often requires more than just water alone. This is something that I didn't know until I was running marathons seven years ago and was chronically dehydrated. And then I started looking for the perfect mix of electrolytes because truly without electrolytes, we cannot replenish ourselves from everyday activities like exercise, travel, drinking alcohol or illness. And Cure is the only hydration brand with a science-backed formula, plant-based ingredients, no added sugar. That's a big one because a lot of these brands have a lot of sugar and also four times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. They are based on the World Health Organization's formula for oral rehydration solution, which has been proven to hydrate as effectively as an IV drip and two times faster than water alone. I love that it's a women-founded company and that it really works. Get 20% off your first order at curehydration.com with the code BALANCED. Again, that is code BALANCED for 20% off your first order at curehydration.com. Enjoy. That's another thing I wanted to ask you. How do you deal with the world having so many opinions on your life? Like I can feel this to a small degree because I have a podcast and a blog and people definitely take it upon themselves to tell you exactly how they feel. Oh, totally. I hate your voice. You're so annoying or, you know, whatever. I get that all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't change that. That's one thing I can't change. Yeah. And everything else, you know, so many negative things. It's very hard. Even to the degree that I experience it, it's super damaging. I don't think we're built 
to receive that type of feedback yeah. about ourselves all the time. If you think about like 30 years ago, that just wasn't happening. Oh, totally. I guess with like traditional celebrities, it probably did. Anyway, you experienced this to a very high degree. Yeah. How do you deal with it? I feel like for me, I just have to understand that the person saying this is going through something. They're projecting they don't know me enough to actually hate me. Mm -hmm. So the things that they're saying, I feel like I need to have like sympathy for that person because I'm like, are you okay? Because for you to type out those words to a stranger you watch on a TV show and then hit send, like it's one thing if you just want to get all of this out, but then you send it. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'll respond and like, oh, my God, I didn't think you would ever see that. I'm so sorry. And totally. I'm like, so you just purged to me instead yes. of just like go write about it in your diary. Right. You know, if you hate me this much. And mm -hmm. so I feel like for me, it's easy to kind of shake those comments off because I know that these people don't know me mm -hmm. and they're obviously going through something in their own life that makes them feel OK to troll me. Mm -hmm. Now, when it's someone I care about or a friend of mine, like. Lala, for example, in the past, things that she had said really hurt me because I'm like, I love you. I care about you. Why are you being mean? Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, I realized, you know, it was who she was surrounding herself with at the time who brought out that side of her. And those same people used to bring out a mild version of that side of me, like going back to season three and season four and just seeing how Tom and Ariana are like my ride or dies. Those are my people. And to see that we even had up and downs and never a full falling out, but we had issues. And mm -hmm. that was because of the people I was choosing to be friends with over them. Mm -hmm. And so doing a reality show, it really gives you a lot of perspective. You're able to then watch your life from the outside looking in, you get everyone else's opinions. And one thing I also try to do is take the positive out of the hate. Mm -hmm. So if someone's saying like, I don't like this about you, I might see some truth in that and be like, you know what? I don't like that about me either. I'm right. going to try and do better. Yeah. So, constructive criticism. Exactly. Which could be probably given in nicer ways usually. But totally. I mean, that's wise and mature of you. Yeah, it's really hard. It's hard to do. Yeah, that's just the best way I can look mm -hmm. at it is, you know, how can I take the bad turn it into something good understand where that person's coming from and know it's not me they hate. Mm -hmm. It's probably someone in their life who reminds them of me. Well, 100%. And yes, that's so true. Yeah, I try to think about that too. I'm always thinking who am I representing that you know, that you right. don't like, like which blonde girl, you know, is that yeah, just because that's who I am. Yeah, and because that's yeah. Those people, they don't know you. I know. And same with exactly what I'm thinking about, too. Yeah. But what you just said about the whole thing many seasons ago with you and Ariana and Tom, I have a funny story about that, actually. Okay. So I was in Napa in, oh, God, however many years this was ago, six or seven or eight years. I don't even know. And we were sitting at a winery with this was my best friend's birthday and my best friend's sister michelle shout out i know she's going to be listening she was like that's the cast of vanderpump rules and i'm like no way like i live in la i never see you guys we're in napa yeah and half the cast walks in and you weren't there but i was you like know, wait was the I whole thing. Okay. <laughs> no i wish if you were i would have had a yeah. picture with you and shown it to you today it was everybody except for you Stassi, Katie, and Kristen. I believe you guys were in New York. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, so yes. this is the time when that, it was like, I think they were on a birthday trip for Ariana. Ariana and yeah. 
I so would have much rather been on that trip. Totally. Oh my God. Ariana, <laughs> Stassi, and my best friend Danielle all have the exact same birthday. Okay. And so, anyways, that's how it all happened. They walked in and everybody was so nice. Like Ariana, both of the Toms, Brittany, Jax. Yeah. Everybody was really nice. We took pictures with all of them. Aww. We were all like drunk. I don't drink anymore, but you know, back then, totally yeah. was. And it was amazing. It was the highlight of our day, let me tell you. I love and that. my friend's sister goes, Where's Sheena? <laughs> and they're like, Sheena's in New York. <sighs> she was in Montauk. Yeah, not that's where you were. Her best yeah, life. Exactly. I was miserable. Can <sighs> I tell you? Please do. I wish I could go back and do that summer house like crossover now or even in the past few years. And I was actually supposed to go back on summer house a few seasons ago, but the person I was talking to had a situation that they were like, yeah, Sheena, actually, we're not going to have you come in. Then when I watched the season back, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh, wow. But at the time I was married I was on a pretty strict diet. I was carb cycling. I wasn't drinking any alcohol with sugar. I was just really taking care of my body, which transferred into people watching the show saying I was anorexic and then the girls just bullying me. You need to drink this. You need to drink that. And I was absolutely miserable. I'm like, here I am on a trip that was for my job. I mean, we had a job to do. And that was to bridge the summer house show with Vanderpump rules. So, you know, as much as I wanted to be on the trip with my best friend, if I was given the option, I would have chose that. But I was like, no, we, you know, had real housewives of Beverly Hills. We crossed that over. And now our job is to cross over this other show. And I was You're so happy to do girl. it. Yeah. But I, I wasn't single. I wasn't drinking. I just wasn't in the place to have fun in that setting. And now mm-hmm. I watch Summer House and Winter House and I'm like, fuck, send me in. Yeah. Put me in, coach. I want to go back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so wild. Yeah. I knew you would remember exactly what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah. And then I knew like heading into that season because we had seen, like I knew like, oh, Sheena's going to be in Montauk and uh-huh. all these other people are in Napa. And you know, as a viewer, like I wouldn't have known that had I not seen them. So it's just, it's all so wild. Yeah. Wow. It's so crazy. It's probably crazy for you too that there are just so many people out there who remember facets of your life from so many evolutions of you. Yeah. Guys, we are talking about Soma Vedic and you know I am obsessed. So Soma Vedic is the frequency therapy device that creates a harmonic field in your environment, reaching a hundred feet in all directions, penetrating through walls and floors. So it does not block EMFs specifically, but it rather supports the body and helps bring your body back into equilibrium after the negative effects of EMF. So I don't know if you guys know this, and I want to do a whole episode on this, but EMFs are terrible for our health. And right now they're everywhere because of our cell phones and the world that we live in today. So something that Soma Vedic does is it helps to lower blood pressure and improves heart rate variability, blood oxygen levels, as well as cellular regeneration, and it supports biomarkers related to stress response. So 
that's amazing for those of us like me who have been existing in fight or flight and having a really difficult time. So if you want to check out the studies of how Soma Vedic works, which I highly recommend, go to the science page on their website and you will see all the different published studies that talk about how it actually works. Go to somavedic.com and use my personal code Balanced Blonde at checkout for 15% off your purchase. That is S-O-M-A-V-E-D-I-C.com and enter Balanced Blonde at checkout for 15% off. You'll find the link in the episode description and I know you will love this product. I have them in multiple rooms in our house. Enjoy. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but I am so cautious about what I put onto my body and I have not used a toxic deodorant, quote unquote, in probably a decade. So I have always been on the hunt for the best clean, aluminum-free, dermatologist-tested deodorant brands that are healthy and safe for our bodies. So today we're going to talk about one that I found, which is incredible, and it's called Nez. Nez deodorants are customized for different occasions because your body creates different types of sweat. Did you know that? Stress sweat is totally different and even comes from a different type of sweat gland than movement or heat-based sweat. So if you're going into a big meeting and you're feeling all of that stress, you should actually be wearing a different deodorant than if you're about to hit the gym or sit in a sauna. So why has deodorant always been labeled one size fits all? Are you ever feeling like you're kind of smelly in certain situations? I know my husband would tell you guys, I've got some BO. It just happens. So you really have to find the right deodorant, but also a clean TBB approved one. So I've done all the work for you so you don't have to worry about it. Nez deodorants smell so good. They have a bunch of different fragrances and you don't have to worry about maybe that it might smell bad, especially if you sweat too much because it actually works. They also have mini packaging sizes for on the go and for all of those different sweat moments. I know that you're going to love it. Visit nezcare.com and use promo code BALANCED at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That's N-E-Z-C-A-R-E.com and use promo code BALANCED for 10% off your entire order. Promo code VALID through June 30th, 2023. So how do you feel like you've evolved as a person over these last many years of, of being in the public eye? I feel like I'm a different person, but also the best version of myself. I feel mm -hmm. different in the sense that I've obviously grown so much. I feel like my confidence has gone very up and down a lot of the seasons. I feel like it's been taken from me. I feel like I've fully gotten it back. And then the last two years, I feel like with Brock, he's really brought out that side of me again, where I have my confidence back. I feel like I'm in a good place again. But over the years, man, I mean, being on a reality show, being in a friend group with people who you wouldn't necessarily be friends with if your job didn't require you to be around them. I mean, it's challenging, but I feel like with everything I've been through, it's made me the person I am today. I think it's helped me be the mom I am today, the wife I am. 
And I'm just so thankful for this opportunity to still be able to do this for 10 years. It's so crazy that this show is still on 10 years later. You guys like made it past so many other shows. I mean, yeah. all of the other shows. It's really cool. Yeah. And yeah, you seem really happy in this season Thank of you. life. And Brock seems amazing. When I was binging your podcast and listening to the two of you and like really getting to see a different side than, you know, what we all saw last season, which yeah. was also great. I was like, he's so great. You guys seem so happy together. Yeah. And you guys have summer together, little summer She's moon. The best. Let's talk about motherhood. Okay. This is something we very much have in common. Yes. You have a baby girl. She's almost two. Yeah. Right? And Atticus just turned one. Yeah. Yeah. How's it been? Motherhood. Scary, challenging, fun, all of the feels. I was absolutely terrified in the beginning. I mean, I didn't know if I was going to be able to hold her properly. I had a very vivid dream when I was pregnant that the first time I held her, her head fell off and I had to pick it up and I put it back on and she was okay. She didn't (laughs) die in the dream, but that vision, like, haunts me. Yes. And so then she comes out, you know, six and a half pounds and just like this tiny little bean that you now have to keep alive every day. And then three days after I got home from the hospital, after giving birth and then getting hospitalized from help syndrome, I was put in the high risk ICU. And then three days later, cameras are up. We started filming season nine. Oh my God. Like, what? I can't believe you did that. Postpartum is such a challenging time. I know. Like those very early days and months, I was hysterical every single day. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Same. Yeah. I just, I put on my happy face when I had to, you know, show up for work. I was like, okay, I have a job to do. I have a conversation I need to have. Like, this is what I need to do. I felt like I was just in a fog. It was like, I would film a scene and I would come home. My mom would be like, how was lunch? What'd you guys talk about? And I'm like, no clue. Mm -hmm. She's like, what do you mean? No clue. You're not even drunk. Like, I'm like, I just, I blacked out. I don't know. I emotionally blacked out most of last season because Mm -hmm. I just had so many hormones, so many emotions, so many things going on. I'm dealing with body image. None of my clothes fit. There's a theme party every fucking week on this show. And I'm just like, nothing fits. (laughs) I had what I thought were friends kind of turn against me. And it was really challenging, especially Mm -hmm. just a few days postpartum. I mean, I felt like I didn't even have time to think about, am I doing this right? It was just, I just had to show up and Mm -hmm. I had to show up for my cast, my friends, my daughter, my family. I just had to show up that I don't even know that I was taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And now for the past year that I'm much more comfortable being a mom now, she's a toddler, she's talking. It's so much easier and more fun now. Mm -hmm. But then I think like, am I even capable of doing this again? Do I want to do this again? I don't know that I want another newborn. I know Mm -hmm. if I ever have one, I will love that child so much. But I'm just like, Right now, I'm definitely not there. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I have so many of those same feelings. And I've always wanted three kids. And I think every day, especially as I've been going through what I've been going through lately, like, oh, my God, to go through all of that again Again. and then again. Like, I know I can't even imagine at this point. I can't imagine. And I know like if and when the time comes, it will feel right. Hopefully at that time. 
But because of the condition that you had after pregnancy, HELP syndrome, first of all, can you tell us more about what that is? And then is it high risk for you to be pregnant again? It is. Yeah. So it's not like 100%. I don't even know what the percentage is, but I know there's a good chance I could get it again. There's also a good chance that I don't get it again. So whatever that number for good is, I've talked to several moms who had it their first, didn't have it their second, some moms who had it both. My doctor said, do not let this be the reason that you don't have another baby. We'll monitor you, you extra from the beginning, you know, your blood pressure. We can induce you a few weeks early. We can do a C-section. And I'm like, I don't want any of that. Like, I don't want to go into another pregnancy knowing I might get help syndrome again, which is one of the most fatal things with pregnant women that isn't talked about. I don't know the statistics exactly, but I know it is one of the highest fatalities. And I'm sure that's why in the past, you know, so many women died in childbirth because they didn't have the means to monitor you, you know, Mm -hmm. back in the day, they didn't have all this technology. And so thank God I did get induced. I was in the hospital in time for them to realize 16 hours into labor, oh, you have preeclampsia. And then postpartum, it's even more rare to get diagnosed with help syndrome. And so then mine advanced to that. And what it is, is it's like your red blood cells and your liver enzymes are really elevated, but your blood platelets are really low and your body's just kind of shutting down. And I didn't even fully understand what was happening to me. My heart rate was low. My blood pressure was high. I'm on the table, shivering, feeling like I'm having seizures while having to push. And the fact that they didn't, do a C-section is insane. But I think by the time they realized what was going on, I was already so far dilated and ready to go. And they were monitoring me. But I mean, I could have had a stroke. I could have had a full seizure. I literally could have died. And so knowing all of that, everything I went through, I had a perfect pregnancy. Never was sick a day. No back pain. Didn't really swell that much. I gained 55 pounds. But it was a perfect pregnancy. I would have stayed pregnant another month if I could have. But then I knew, well, we start filming in 10 days and (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be doing this on camera. Totally. So we got induced. I made it to 40 weeks. And thank God, because when we were there, then her heart rate started dipping. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, she's not ready. I'm I'm killing my baby. I'm Mm -hmm. forcing her out. She's not ready. Something's going to go wrong. Right. And just all of my OCD and crazy intrusive thoughts. It was so crazy. And then she comes out and for 45 seconds, she doesn't make a sound and she's blue and she's not moving. And I'm like, oh my God, I just had a stillborn. No, no, she's dead. Oh my God. And it was just the scariest almost minute of my life. And then I heard her make the sound and then they put her on my chest and then she had a heart murmur. It cleared up on its own. Everything's fine. She's healthy. She's perfect. I just don't know if I want to do it again. Yeah. It was a lot. I don't blame you. I mean, that's traumatic. That's a traumatic birth story. Yeah. And it takes a long time to heal from something like that. You know, if ever, because I had my own trauma in the birth story, which I told on your podcast, even though everything worked out fine. I think back and I I do think that was so traumatic that I I know I'm still healing from it. And I'm sure you are too. Yours was more traumatic in, in ways of like your own health. Um, And your daughter's health. That's so scary. It was so scary. And I'm at the place now where I'm very proud of myself right now that I can speak about it quickly, but without crying. Mm -hmm. But 
still half the time when I tell this story and I really get into detail, I can't talk about it without crying because it was so traumatic. I'm like, I actually have experienced PTSD Mm -hmm. now. I don't know that I ever want to put myself back in that, but I want to give her a sibling. Maybe we adopt, maybe we get a surrogate. It's just, I I don't even, I'm not even ready to have a second Mm -hmm. child right now. Totally. But it's, it's crazy how much your body goes through. Mm -hmm. And you know, at your six week checkup, they make sure like, oh, okay, you're good to have sex again. And it's like, answer a questionnaire, you know, fill out some questions about postpartum depression. And at the time when I was filling this out and talking to my doctor, I wasn't completely open and honest in the questionnaire because I was like, if I say yes to any of these, they're going to say this girl has postpartum depression, put her on medication, do this. And I'm like, that's not what it is. And it took up until more recently to realize it was postpartum OCD and these intrusive thoughts and everything that I was experiencing was not depression. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even have time to process that because I was so busy filming and trying to keep her alive every second of every day and making sure she was always breathing. And it just so much on your plate all at once. I mean, it's like more than a hundred full-time jobs to be, to have a newborn. And then you were filming and like all of these other things. Yeah. And then the postpartum OCD, I can totally relate to. I would love for you to share how you've been healing from that. Cause I heard on your podcast, you've been doing a lot of therapy and yeah. I want to know also selfishly, like what, what can we do if we're dealing with something similar? So I've been doing exposure therapy. I've been doing stuff that my therapist recommends, but also things on my own that she said, I'm very good at exposing myself. We started with nothing related to the baby, but I have just always been OCD about numbers And ever since Instagram came out, I have followed 420 people. People know that was like my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if I had to follow someone new because it was someone I really needed to follow, then I would have to unfollow someone. And sometimes that would upset people. But in my head, it was just like, no, I have to see this number all the time. So the first thing I did was I started following more people. And that has been so freeing, not worrying about a stupid number. Who cares how many people I'm following? But in my head, I needed to see that number every day. So that was the first thing that I did. And then I started following people back who had followed me for a while. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm actually I'm okay. I I love following more people now. And so that was just my first little touch into exposure therapy. And now as far as being a mom, I'm trying to work up to doing not everything because I mean, I do have an amazing supportive husband who's a great partner and a great father. But I want to work up to being able to do everything by myself with her, not having to rely on anyone because that's Mm -hmm. how I've been my whole life. I've always been independent. I have taken care of myself and it's just something that I don't want to have to rely on Brock. I don't want to have to rely on my mom. And Mm -hmm. I have so much help that can sometimes be a hindrance. And so now I'm working on, you know, I'll either walk to the grocery store, walk to the park or drive to my mom's house or we'll go to Disneyland and Brock will stay at a cafe for the first couple hours. And I'm in there by myself. I mean, like with friends, but just things like that, that Mm -hmm. are helping me know, like you can do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be alone with your daughter. I'm just always afraid when I'm alone with her, but what if something happens and then I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So that's the scariest thing. I relate so much. It's crazy how much I relate. Yeah. And we're, we're so lucky that we have supportive moms and supportive husbands, Totally, but it can definitely be sometimes like 
no, I know I can do this on my own. I've been my whole life too. Like yeah. fearless, but what is going on? It's, I know. it's really scary. Yeah. Anybody who feels the same way, you're not alone. No. I'm so happy that, that you talk about it yeah. and that we're connecting on this. Definitely. I want to ask you a couple of questions that I ask everyone who comes on. Okay. Because also I could talk to you for hours. Like, yeah, we'll have how, to do this again this for sure. By? Please, like yeah. anytime you're so welcome back on. So do you know your sun rising and moon signs? Yes. So I'm a Gemini rising and a Sagittarius moon. And then I'm a Taurus. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I could totally see all of that. And that's very balanced. You have earth, air, and fire. Oh. We, we could talk all about this. We okay, can do your whole chart that. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I see all of that in you because you're that grounded Taurus, but the Sag moon is fire, Gemini rising. You're such a good talker, expressor of yourself. That's so Gemini rising. Yeah. It's amazing. Love that. If you could be in a room with three people, living or dead, who would they be? Ooh, three people. Okay, let's see. I'm just going to go with all dead because if they're still alive, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, Or I've totally. already been in the room with them. Elton John, Elvis, Marilyn Monroe. Elton John's still alive, but I've only been in the room with him, but I didn't get to have a conversation with yes. him. And I would love that. But oh my God, yes. Elvis Marilyn and Marilyn Monroe. Yes. I love that list. Yeah. We were in a room with Elton John, also didn't speak to him, but at Craig's, we were like, I was at Craig's. Oh my Stop God, it. That what? is where I was in the <laughs> same so room. That's so funny. He must love it there. He, oh, Unless we were all there at the, the same, same time. Yeah. He was like in the front corner of the restaurant. That is so crazy. Yeah. He walked in with his security uh -huh. and we're like this close. And I'm standing like, oh my God. Oh my God. Never been starstruck in my life. Uh -huh. I have seen every A-list celebrity there has never been like, oh my God. And Elton John standing next to me, I'm like, do I say something? Do I? And I'm like, I, know. I can't. He's with his security. I don't want to bother him. Like people probably bother him all the time. Yeah. So I didn't. He's but such a big one. Oh, yeah. That'll happen so again. That I one, I'm going to manifest that. But Elvis and Marilyn icons. I would even throw James Dean in there. Yeah. I like him too. Such icons. Yeah. What's your favorite spiritual practice? Ooh, I love meditating. Yeah. I, love that. I just recently got an Oculus. And the meditation in the metaverse Ooh. is so sick. You throw a little bit of mushrooms in that and you have a very transformative experience. That I love sounds it. sounds incredible. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to take my meditation yeah. to the next level with that. Totally. I love that. Yeah. So something I'm curious about you, who are you the closest with from the show currently? Currently, see, I'm, I mean, Tom and Ariana, like I said, are my mm -hmm. ride or dies. Raquel is my girl, but... Currently, like today, the person I speak to the most is definitely Lala. We talk almost every day. Our babies are best friends. Our moms are best friends. And we have just gotten so extremely close. It's crazy to think of where we started, where we went, where we were and where we're at now. I just I adore her. She's such a bad ass boss mom, woman, everything about her, I really admire and I actually look up to. I love that so much. I'm so happy yeah. that you guys found your way back together. And so the little babies can be besties. It's so perfect. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. And then final question, because okay. I know I'm pushing it, but I, I could, I would just want to keep talking to you. Yeah. 
Are you still close with Lisa Vanderpump? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love her. Whenever people ask about the cast, I always like, I just think of Lisa as the boss. Well, but I don't course, put her in yeah. with the friends. She's not part of like the crew. But, but no, she's amazing. She threw me a surprise bridal shower week of the wedding because her and Ken Aww. couldn't make it to Mexico. So I'm sure you'll see that play out this season. But she's just always been like that second mom to all mm-hmm. of us. And she is amazing. That's so special. She seems amazing. Yeah. I love that. And where can everybody find you? Everything is just at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A. New vlogs every Wednesday, new podcasts every Friday, and new episodes of Vanderpump Rules every Wednesday. Yes, we're so excited. Yes. We're so ready. Yeah. Sheena, you're welcome back on anytime. I would love it. I hope you come back on ASAP. Definitely, let's this do was it. so fun. Yeah. Yay. Can't wait. Thanks, love. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.